0: This is the Side Hustle Show with Nick Loper, Episode Ocho. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your 9 to 5 may make you a living, but your 5 to 9 makes you alive. And now, your host, Nick Loper. Hey, everybody. Nick Loper here. Welcome to Episode 8 of the Side Hustle Show. I, I want to take a minute here at the beginning and ask a question. Has anyone listening ever invested in a life coach or a career coach of some sort? So if so, I'm really curious to learn about your experience. Uh, can you let me know in the comments of this episode at SideHustleNation.com slash Episode 8? Or just send me a quick email at Nick at SideHustleNation.com. I was thinking about this the other day that every elite athlete in uh, in nearly every sport from uh, LeBron James to Aaron Rodgers to, to Michael Phelps to, to whoever it is, they all have coaches. So it might make sense if you, if you want to do extraordinary things in your life and in your business, maybe a coach is a worthwhile investment. Now It's not something that I've ever done, uh, but I'm certainly open to it and curious to hear about your experience um, on the subject. So that's uh, so that's my lead in to today's episode, which is all about starting your own coaching business as a side hustle. And I'm fortunate enough to have Jeremy Blanchard on the line, a web developer by day um, for for a, a little bit more time and life coach by night who recently hit his income target from his part time coaching gig and gave notice at work to focus On the coaching business full time. So, in this interview, we're going to talk about how to get started in coaching, how to sell this unique service, and why Jeremy says coaching is the best job ever. The Harvard Business Review says coaching is a $1 billion a year industry and is seeing strong growth. So, there's plenty of opportunity and upside here. So, if you want to learn firsthand what it's all about, stick around to the end of the episode to find out how to get your free coaching session from Jeremy. And with that, let's get right into it. All right, Jeremy, welcome to the Side Hustle Show.
1: Thanks. So glad to be here.
0: (laughs) So we're going to start at the beginning. I'm really curious to learn about what life coaching is all about and how you got started in the game. So can you tell me, like, what what inspired you to start this business? And you started it as a a part-time gig, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I... um... I've been receiving coaching, um, from my coach, who's also, um, an activist and an organizer, uh, change maker as it were, uh, for, you know, two or three years now. And, uh, in the process of that, it just became so clear to me how, um, you know, I've been doing lots of, um, change making work and organizing as a student and since graduating, um, <clears throat> for, for a while now. And it, it became so clear to me how, uh, how impactful <laughs> these tools are, um, these tools were that I was getting from my coach, uh, and how it was like, holy crap, my, uh, you know, the places where I'm just like struggling everywhere suddenly are, are becoming a lot more easy. Um, that, uh, rather than, you know, me continuing to do, uh, you know, um, social change work myself directly, it became really clear that if I, uh, if I could offer these tools to folks who are out there making a difference that could actually be the greatest contribution I could make. Um, and he
0: didn't, he didn't have a uh, non-compete clause.
1: (laughs) No, he didn't. We actually have a little whole squad of us coaches and coaches in training who are all doing change making work. And, uh, it's great. There's, you know, an abundance of clients out there. There's no, no shortage of uh, people who want to make a difference in the world who are, could use a little uh, support along the way.
0: So how did you, I guess, come to the conclusion that you needed, um, a coach, because it's not something that I've um, ever invested in, but everyone I talk to like swears by it. So I'm like, well, maybe I'm obviously I'm obviously missing the boat on it. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
1: yeah, great question. Yeah, so um, <laughs> uh, it's funny. I, uh, I I'm convinced that whenever anyone is considering getting a coach, that's the time where that you know, coaching is a lot about looking at that doubt and worry voice that's getting in the way of you doing what's really, really meaningful for you, right? And your goals and dreams. Um, and I'm convinced that whenever anyone's looking at a coach, that's the time your doubt and worry voice is like screaming the most saying, don't do it, don't do it, because it knows uh, it knows it's not going to get your attention as much anymore. Um, so that was my experience. Uh, you know, that coach sort of uh, came into my life uh, at a weekend training that I was at. And, um, I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. I'm almost certain that that would really help me out with every everything I'm up to right now. And I was like, well, I definitely shouldn't talk to him because that's new and scary. <laughs> okay. kind of expected reaction. Um, and uh, it ended up that one way or another, I'd just given a training at that, that retreat. And... Uh, it, it just like, it was, as far as I was concerned, it was a crash and burn. And I asked him to just chat with me afterwards. I was like, hey, could you could you debrief me on this and, and help me see what, what happened? And little unbeknownst to me, it turned into a 45 minute coaching session. And at the end, I was just like, I went from this like wound up ball of energy to just being like, oh, oh I see what happened. Like, I see what I need to do next. This is this is great. Um, and it was just clear to me in that moment Um how I, I had no idea what he had just done, but it was clear to me that whatever he did, I wanted more of in my life. And it would bring more of those kind of out moments of, of relief.
0: Yeah, and um, it makes sense. I mean, you think about like Michael Jordan and, and Michael Phelps, like even the top tier athletes in the world all have coaches. Um, mm-hmm. So it makes sense that, you know, people who aspire to be the best in their game, and that if their game is not athletics, maybe it still makes sense to, um, to invest in that kind of service.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got it. And you know, that was, that was sort of the, what got me into it. And since then it's very clear to me, uh, you know, at one point it seemed like, oh, you know, I'm not totally sure if I want to make this investment right now or do I have the money for this or whatever. And after doing it for a few months, it was very clear, like, I think this is probably the last thing I would stop paying for. Like, if I had almost no money, like, this is the thing that would help me get back to the point where I had money again. It would be like, you know, I'd cut down my food, but I'd eat beans and rice. Okay. Stop having a coach. So
0: so. what's what's the difference between a coach and a consultant? I feel like coaching is a very new and sexy um, industry to be in and, and I'm just kind of, is a consultant more like I'm aimed at big businesses and a coach is like for personal stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's not quite where I draw the distinction, but, but it's a really good one to be looking at where that line is. I would say, um, a coach, uh, a consultant needs expertise. In whatever the realm is that you're looking at, right? Whereas a coach is sort of like someone who's uh, walking walking along your side. A consultant might be someone who's walking in front of you, sort of giving you answers and saying, "Oh, go this way, go this way." Okay. Um, whereas a coach doesn't have any of your answers, right? I could coach a CEO, I could coach a um, you know anyone in any field, um, and it, it does none of the work that I'm doing with them requires me to know anything about that. I don't need to have any answers, but I'm supporting them and lifting the fog from their own work so that they can see more clearly. And once the fog's lifted, they know what they need to do. I don't need to tell them anything.
0: So is there any, there's no expertise required, which I think is attractive for for a lot of people who are looking at this as a side hustle. But how do you get that self-confidence to go and like sell your service when maybe there isn't that level of expertise?
1: Right, right. So yeah, it's it's that, um, so the distinction I draw there is that it's not so much, uh, I don't need an expertise in any particular, anyone's field or whatever they're up to or whatever their goals are, but definitely in terms of the, the coaching itself, I've been getting trained um, and I would definitely, you know, the, the value I'm offering is the coaching, right? And so the, the the way I've invested in that skill and that able to offer that value is by getting trained. There's a, a training institute down in Sacramento um, that called the Academy for Coaching Excellence that I've, um, you know, been a student of theirs since... November full-time and went to a bunch of their courses before then. Um, and that's, you know, that's where it became clear, you know, it's not just like me putting up my shingle saying, hey, I'm a coach, I can help you, you know. It's like, no, 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 really, I've got like a very particular model and set of tools and, uh, you know, a mentor and along the way to uh, to make it all possible.
0: Okay, so there is a little bit more to it than yeah. just, yeah, planning, just <laughs> planning your flag, putting up a website and say, okay, day one, I'm a coach. Hey, who, who wants to hire me?
1: <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: I meant to ask uh, what the... Uh, t- What's the tuition cost at the Academy of Coaching Excellence? Is.
1: Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, to get through the whole thing, I think it's around uh, eight or nine thousand. Oh, wow. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, over the course of a year or two. Um, which, all things considered, you know, I just you know graduated with like fifty thousand dollars of undergraduate, you know, university debt, um, <laughs> you know, to a few thousand to uh, <laughs> to get trained as a coach. That's uh, true.
0: So here's some. It's like practical education versus general education.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I'm doing very little with my undergraduate degree, and I'm doing a lot <laughs> with uh, with this training. So
0: yeah, it's something that's really kind of fascinating to me. And I was talking with my brother about this the other day. Like people willingly you spend tens of thousands of dollars on this university degree because that's kind of just what you do. Like it's that's just what you do. That's yeah. the norm. Yeah. And whether, whether or not you're ever going to use that knowledge. Like I, I took a course on like medieval history. Like why? <laughs> how much in terms of credit hours? Like was this even, how much did that cost? And right. and there's a reluctance. But but then there's the attitude like that you invest that money in in that tuition and, and there you're done. And kind of there's um, definitely a higher hurdle to overcome in selling educational products um, after college, I think.
1: Right, right. Totally. Yeah.
0: Even if it may be more practical.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, I wish I, (laughs) you know, it's like I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't, uh, hadn't gone through the experience of college and made the connections and I wouldn't have ever gotten into activism and made this national network that allowed me to do the coaching that I'm doing now. But so it's like you know it's good, but it's like wow, what was I paying for? Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: well, that's a gutsy move too to make that investment in the in their tuition.
1: Yeah, well, it's really been nothing in in term you know because they have a payment plan for it, and so it's like you know a a, a few hundred a month, uh, which after I have a handful of clients, it pays for itself. Yeah, um, which. A lot of other things, you you know, if I want to be a, a lawyer or I want to be, a, you know, even even if I wanted to be a massage therapist, I would have to wait until I was fully licensed to be making any money from it. So,
0: yeah, that's one thing that's cool about this business. It's it's more, you know, there's no like certification board per se, right? right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, not yet. Um, they're, they're maybe on the next, in the next 10 years, they probably will be regulated like uh, therapy or other things, but uh,
0: but not yet. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not so much uh, regulated, but probably voluntary, um, like
1: certifications. Or certification. Right. There is a certification board, which is what the training program I'm going through. The end result. Okay. Is. Okay. Um, Very cool. The The International Coaching Federation is. Uh, oh, cool. accredits, accredits, folks. So I'll have that, you know, <laughs> uh, title next to my name once uh, once I finish this program.
0: Which I think is probably it has value. It's just another another step in kind of, um, closing the, closing the sale.
1: Yeah, like, totally. It makes it look a, a little
0: bit more legit than just a yeah, 25 right. year old dude who's <laughs> like, just, Hey, I'm coach. a coach.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's, uh, you know, it's, um, people are starting to look for it. You know, uh, it is a lot, right. Like I said before, it is a lot of a relationship game, um, in terms of, you know, do people trust me and do they know me or does their friend know me? But there's also people who are out there who are looking for a coach and. Know to look for some sort of certification, whereas ten years ago, even though the certification existed, people would have no idea that that was even worth looking for. One of the things that's made a big difference for me is uh, having a mentor. I have a mentor through the training program, but I also have the my coach who got me into all this work. Okay, um, he uh, has just been like my ally the whole time, uh, to the point of like. Uh, you know, saying, hey, take all my marketing materials, take all the forms that I use with my clients, take all my template emails and just like use them, do whatever you want with them, wow. uh, which made such a huge difference. I was doing the web app startup before and uh, it, you know, I was just like walking in the dark and I didn't have anyone sort of on my side or anyone to like answer any of the questions that I had other than, you know, a handful of books that I was reading. Um, and this one has been like the total opposite end of the spectrum. Uh, because I've had all this support that I was able to call in, uh, to just, you know, not reinvent the wheel every time and not try and be unique and just say, you know, I might write this email a different way if I were doing it from scratch, but it's going to take me 10 times longer <laughs> to do it from scratch. And I'd rather, uh, you know, use the support that he's offered.
0: Yeah. That's funny. Just like the coaching coach's coach,
1: <laughs> right? <It's, laughs> the coaching the coach, the coach.
0: It's like a Escher drawing or something.
1: Right. But yeah, I'm so, it's so clear to me that any, if I ever start up any other gig in the future, like I'm I'm imagining, uh, I still love building web apps and I'm imagining building a web app for coaches and their coaching practice and their clients, um, to like manage sessions and payments and all that stuff. I want to build that someday, but it's so clear to me that I'm never going to try and do any sort of hustle again without a mentor and without someone who's walked the path, um, because it's just, it's unnecessarily um, struggle filled.
0: Yeah, I think you're obviously be very well qualified to build that um, that web app and kind of go through the, you know, what's his face, the the Dane Maxwell, uh, you know, pain point discovery and, and right. all this stuff.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got them all.
2: Yeah, that's really cool. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time, So, what kind of work does, does it entail? Say, like, if I
0: wanted to hire you, what kind of stuff would we talk about?
1: You know, the first thing we do is outline a vision of what they're up to. You know, what are what are the almost-too-good-to-be-true kind of things that would be really sweet to be doing, right? And, uh, you know, one of the things that's true in life is that uh, the things that are sweetest for us are uh, often the things we worry about the most. And I'm sure any, anyone working on a side hustle uh, knows how this goes, right? Um we get most worried, uh, and talk ourselves out of the things that are really, really exciting. And so, um, you know, as a coach, I support people in first taking a look at what, what's important to them and then, you know, making a game plan to make that happen. And, uh, really the, where c- the rubber hits the road on coaching is navigating the obstacles uh, that come up towards that. Cause it's really easy to have a big dream. It's really easy to set a goal, all things considered. But as you start moving on that goal, that's when all the, all the self-limiting conversations come up and where, uh, you know, navigating those um, <laughs> is really the the bread and butter of coaching.
0: Oh, right, right. Um, so this is obviously a very attractive side hustle. So are you meeting clients in person or um, like over uh, video chat or or something?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I um, you know I'm coaching change makers, and thankfully I've had uh, the the sort of accidental network built up from all the <laughs> all the activism that I'd done uh, in the past. Uh, you know, in the years before this became what I wanted to do, and so my, that network is a is a nationwide network for me. Um, I'd been involved in a lot of uh, national um, youth activism groups. Okay, and so yeah, as a result of that, you know, I'm, I'm most of my clients are over Skype um, and over phone, and I don't think I meet anyone in person regularly.
0: Okay, very cool. So you are um, location independent.
1: Yeah, which is really sweet. So, you know, I can go, I have a plan by the end of the year, I'm going to go take a two month, um, either going, uh, you know, uh, doing work trade on an organic farm or go on some other kind of adventure to some spiritual center and just, you know, work it out with them where I can be working with them for a while and doing, you know, 10 or 15 hours of coaching, you know, as how, how sweet is that, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome
0: to have that kind of flexibility, that kind of, um, that kind of freedom to, um, yeah, move out and move around, do whatever you want. That's awesome. So let's talk about this Academy of Coaching Excellence It's kind of the training program or, or the feeder program for becoming a coach. Are they helping find you uh, customers, clients, or is there you kind of relying on your personal network? I'm curious, how how did you land your first customers?
1: The, uh, yeah, they, they definitely don't. Uh, it's, uh, you know, they're not particularly helping you build the business, they're much more focused on the skill of coaching. You know, it's a very rigorous program. Um, you know, just, I'm, I'm only halfway through their program and I already have more more training than a, a whole lot of uh, folks who are putting up their shingle as a coach. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the way I got my first few clients was through, um, uh, <laughs> it was sort of a lesson that I, it was a lesson that I learned from student government campaigning, actually, uh, um, political campaigning as student governments, uh, which is, Uh, make a list of 100 people you know, and contact every single one of them and ask them to refer five friends to you. Um, Okay. uh, And so I spread that out over the course of the first month that I I was working um, and building this practice. And, uh, you know, started with an email, I did 25 every week for four weeks, started with an email, sent a text the next day. And then by the end of the week, I had called them And uh, my objective was to get them not just, you know, because it's, you know, not just to say, hey, can you uh, can you support me? But very clearly, like, how many people are you willing to refer? How can I support you in actually making that happen? Here, let's set a date by which you've done that, doing follow up calls and really giving them like, you know, 100 percent support from beginning to end in supporting me. Um, And that was what, you know, that was the the big engine of growth during the first couple of months there.
0: Do you start out like offering like a free trial or something or, like do, or do people get like a free sample like at Costco? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah there's uh, yeah the first the first session is free. Um, and that's really um, in that during that time we do uh, I structure it in a way where um, it's not just like a full one hour coaching session. it's um, it's more of a, an intro consultation session where we uh, you know we'll a- answer any questions they have. Uh, we'll take a look at really what's the what's the vision, you know, what's bringing them to coaching right now, and what might come of it. You know, what's the what's the you know the you know the organization they want to start, or the change they want to see in the world, and their role in that change, or um, you know the business they want to start, the socially conscious business or whatever it is. And we'll we'll paint that picture together of what would be available if they had coaching in their life, and then uh, and then we'll do about fifteen or twenty minutes of actual coaching, so they have a taste of it. Okay. Um, and then at the end, you know, it's, it's, it's really sweet because at the end, you know, we've just done like, uh, 15 minutes of coaching and gotten them just far enough to see something in a new, in a new light. And then right at the end, it's like, great. How was that? Was that good? And usually it's pretty good. <laughs> and, okay. uh, you know, it's like, great. Would you like to keep working together? Um, and that moment's a really juicy moment because they've just experienced <laughs> seeing something in a new way.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So, so that's, yeah. um, a very good, um, the very good sales process. Yeah, totally. Let me ask about kind of the the overcoming objection. So the the sales process, like you mentioned, was very proactive, kind of canvassing the network and and branching out from there. But the pushback or, or one of several pushbacks that I would kind of imagine is like, look, this is, you know, obviously a, a luxury service or like um, kind of a glorified psychiatrist service like, I can't, I can't afford this. So who, who needs a life? Like people survive for thousands of years without having a life coach. Like why, why should I be so pretentious to invest in a life coach?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those are, you know, those are, those are things I've heard for sure. Okay. (laughs) um, um, yeah, it's, um, well, it's really great. You know, there's something really sweet about this particular line of work, right? Every, anyone who's doing any kind of hustle, you're trying to offer some kind of value, right? And so, you know, hopefully when you're talking to someone, you're you're solving their biggest problem. And you found the market where this is their biggest problem. Right. Whatever you have to offer is their, one of their their big problems. And with coaching, it's like, you know, it's just the the peak of that, right? So it's like, tell me what your biggest goal and dream is. Now tell me what's getting in the way of that. <laughs> okay. And let me tell you how coaching has something to offer what's getting in the way. And so it's not in the way anymore. So you can really focus your energy on it. And so, you know, by the time we get to the end of um, an intro session, it's just like, you know, we're looking at whatever is the biggest thing in the world to them. Probably, you know, sometimes it's a thing where they haven't even ever told anyone about it because it's like, no, that's just too good to be true. I can never do that, you know, where they're just totally discounting it. But they've kind of gotten just enough of a, a glimpse of it to, you know, give me a, a, a jingle <laughs> and start chatting about it.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Um,
1: and so in terms of objections, you know, we when we get by the time we get to the end, Um, I would say, you know, eight times out of 10, it's really just um, a question of, you know, can I afford it? And usually it's coming from a place of, I totally see the value in it and want to pay you that amount. Um, And I literally just don't know if I can work it into my budget. (coughs) Excuse me.
0: So I guess that's a a good uh, place to bring up pricing. Like how, how expensive are we talking
1: most coaches charge between one hundred and fifty and two hundred and fifty dollars per session, and it can get up you know way more than that for like executive coaching. but you know that's not not the kind of work I'm doing. I charge around $100 per session okay. um, for my work. And that's actually another great lesson that uh, <clears throat> I'm sure lots of uh, side hustlers have encountered or will encounter is, you know, talking about pricing. For me, it was, uh, you know, I started out, my very first clients uh, started out charging $35 a session, which is like, you know, I couldn't, <laughs> I could not never, and I need 100 clients <laughs> to make that work in the long term. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was, that was a good place to start. And it got me comfortable, you know, saying, will you pay me for this, which is really, really the what's going on. is just my own comfort level with it.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely uncomfortable to, to when it comes time to ask for money.
1: Right, totally. And so one of my big lessons was, you know, cause especially because I'm working with change makers, I do work on a sliding scale. But the way I would talk about my rates, whenever, you know, we got to the end of the session, the way I would talk about my rates, I'd be like, okay, so, um, you know, my standard rate is this right now. And I work on a sliding scale. And if you contribute more, uh, then we'll, you uh, then uh, it makes it more accessible for people who aren't able to contribute more and da 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 And all of that really, you know, it took me a while to see it, but it was just me uh, softening the blow. <laughs> or That was my experience of it. it. was like, oh, this is, I don't want to ask them, so I'm going to make it easier. Um, and once I started, you know, now it's just like very cut and dry. Like, you know, uh, most coaches, I, I anchor it against what other coaches charge by saying, you know, they charge 150 or 250. But I just say, you know, my standard rate is, is $90 and, you know, what do you see? Does that work for you?
0: And are you you finding most people are biting off like a session or two or kind of like on a monthly retainer? How does it work?
1: Yeah. So I do, um, a, uh, six session minimum and we, we agree to do it every or two a month. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm flexible if people want to do it every three weeks or some people want to do it every four weeks, but especially when you're just getting started, this is a whole new skill set that as your coach, I'm, I'm teaching you and helping you see the world through this particular lens. I try and have folks do it at least every two weeks um when we're first starting
0: okay very cool what kind of uh, closing rate do you see from like the free initial consultation to mm-hmm. to the succession uh, minimum
1: yeah it's really high i've been i've been surprised um it's it's probably around 50 percent wow and even my conversion rate from uh, prospects who have taken some initial action of saying hey i might be interested in this um and connected with me in some way even then that's like uh from that point to the end of the funnel is like twenty five percent, which is still really high.
0: Yeah, I think um, um, those kind of numbers in any in any business would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, and again, that goes back to it being a relationship business. You know, it's like I I would say I, I was just looking at my client list before this, and two thirds of my clients right now are people that I had some sort of connection or acquaintance with before I started doing any coaching. Okay, so so a lot of it is just like you know having a network. Um, and then every single other person I'm only like one degree removed from. Okay. Um, but it, but it uh, grows they,
0: from there. I mean, you've only nice. been doing it for, for a few months, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, hopefully in, you know, six months or, you know, in a, a year from now, it'll be sort of a natural referral engine will be happening. Um, but even then it'll still be through, I think word of mouth is going to be my, uh, my biggest, uh, seller.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you ever get the, um, like how old are you?
1: Uh, 25 as of a couple
0: weeks okay. ago. Do you ever, do you ever get like a, hey, you're way too young to have any valuable life experience <laughs> to be my life coach?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've had that once or I think just once or twice now from people who are, you know, in their 60s, 70s <laughs> who are like parents of. <laughs> Friends, you know, friends were referring people to me, and the, the, they were referring their parents, and it was great. You know, the way I talk about it is just like, you know, I don't need to to know what's, I don't need to have had your life experience. Just like I don't need to be uh, in, in any particular business to coach you on that business, or I don't need to be an artist to coach you on your art. Uh, I don't need to be seventy to coach you on being seventy. <laughs> right. Um,
0: and sometimes I think I think you're onto an important point here that the life you know, the life part of the life coach name is maybe, um, is maybe a misnomer.
1: Right. Right. Totally. And yeah, you know, what I've said to those folks is just, you and I have the same, uh, self-limiting conversations that are getting in the way of whatever is important to us. And I have uh, a lot of compassion for being in that, in that position. Um, you know, and, and, you know, all in all, it is more comfortable for folks, for some folks, and they'll just have a better relationship with, uh, with a coach who's, you know, around their same.
0: And a lot of the time I okay. think you'll, you'll find, or, or, clients may find like an outside perspective can be super valuable. Um, mm-hmm. for, for me, you know, even, even in, um, you know, working with virtual assistants, they'll be like, well, why, why, why do you do it like that? Why don't we try this instead? Like, well, I'd, I don't know. I never thought of it that, you know, I never thought of it like that. And we're like, well, that's a good idea. Let's try it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And that's a great thing, you know, as, as, um, as a coach, I'm never really attached to any particular, action that the person needs to take i'm just giving them the space to really uh, see clearly what's authentic for them to be doing but there are times when i'll you know I'll have, I'll have a cool idea and i'll suggest it in a in a non-attached way where it's like you know if they say that's not what they're up to then great but you know there have been times where that's been like oh i never thought of that um and that's where it's it's not quite consulting but it's it's fun to be able to uh, contribute um in that way Yeah, and
0: that's where i imagine it's uh, the most rewarding for you too
1: It really is. It's like, I mean, I I live in a a communal house. We have 10 other housemates, and I love it here. And my housemates can attest to the fact that I uh, uh, will, you know, um, I, I work in the backyard often, so I'll come inside from from a day full of coaching and just be like glowing and just be like, walk in. And, like, I have the best job ever. I just get to help people on the things that are most important to them. This is the best.
0: And all your roommates are coming back from work and they're like, right? oh, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah.
0: So one thing I wanted to touch on, okay, so we're at $100 a session, six session minimum. I think the thing to remember is that clients are going to want their, their money back, not necessarily in the form of a refund, but more like on um, a return on investment basis. So like if I'm going to invest $600, like I expect to, you know, double or triple that based on the advice that I get or kind of the new perspectives that I get from from you. What kind of so you mentioned you've been um, doing this for less than a year. And uh, you mentioned you just put in your 30 day notice at work. And so, what kind of income potential or, or kind of runway did you work up to to get to this point?
1: Uh, since January, I you know in January I set the goal that by the end of June I want to be earning two thousand dollars taxes uh, from coaching, which is enough you know sort of like my bare minimum to be able to to leave the day job and and sustain my my lifestyle. Okay. And I've just been like nose to the grindstone on that goal <laughs> ever since. So now I have like twenty two clients. Um, all paying all kinds of different rates because I've had them for different lengths of time. Having a having a coaching practice with anywhere from twenty to thirty clients, uh, most folks meeting every two weeks is enough to put in 15, 20 hours a week and uh, make at least for me what's uh, what's my cost of living.
0: That's that's awesome. So let's move on to. Uh kind of your general your other general tips for part-time entrepreneurs or people who want to get started with a coaching business of their own.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, in terms of tips for entrepreneurs, I mean, one of the one of the biggest things I've learned is to not do anything until I need to do it. I do it the first time I need it and then do it in a way where I don't ever have to really do it again. So uh, I don't really have a website. I have one landing page (laughs) that I've used as like my link to like my offer for my free first session that I've repurposed a whole bunch of different times. Um, But I didn't I didn't build a website and I have a background in web development. That's my day job right now. And so you can imagine how easy it would be for me to sit down and try and get the website perfect, as is tempting for most people doing a side hustle. Yes. And I'm, I'm very glad that I didn't. And lots of other things, like I need a form for the first time my client, you know, first time someone's doing an intro session with me uh, to kind of gather some information about them. Great. I don't build that form until I have my first first person who wants to do a consultation. And I've done the marketing work to get that. Uh, It wasn't until a week ago that someone asked, hey, do you have anyone who's worked with you who uh, can like attest to the work that you do. So they're asking for testimonials. Oh, yeah. I've never collected testimonials and I knew that was on the to-do list eventually. Mm-hmm. I was like, great. Well, he asked for it. So, uh, we'll, I'll, uh, we'll that I'll put out the... a, a call to my existing clients to, to write some stuff up.
0: And, yeah. We'll add, uh, that's add a testimonial to the... page to the, to the website now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. That's very good. So don't do anything until you need to do it or don't do, don't spend your time doing pre-work for something that may or may not, um, end up mattering. Like right, in this right. example, uh, you know, the, the clients are coming from your network and your extended network. People aren't Googling life coach Oregon and finding you that way.
1: You got it. Yep.
0: Very cool. So, uh, you mentioned the website where, where can people find you online?
1: Uh, uh Jeremy dot com slash hustle uh, is one place they can, uh, find me.
0: Very good. Very good.
1: Um, I would put the I would send them to the homepage, but it's just like uh, two two words on like, "Hey, I'm a life coach." <laughs> okay, so, haven't really built that up yet.
0: Very good. And uh, people, you're still willing to offer the free session to uh, to the listeners?
1: Yeah. So I, I definitely, you know, I see everyone who's doing any kind of side hustle as, as a change maker in my eyes, and uh, especially people doing social entrepreneurship of some sort. Um, and I would love to, you know, uh, entrepreneurship has always been near and dear to my heart. So I would love to support any of your listeners um, and offer them a free session and give them a taste of coaching and see if that would be um, <laughs> something that would help them grow uh, their hustle into something they'd really love to see it be.
0: That's fantastic. Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Again, all the um, notes or all the links and notes for this episode are going to be at sidehustlenation.com slash episode eight and go there and um, find your way over to blanchardjeremy.com slash hustle and claim your free coaching session. Very cool.
1: Great. Thanks so much, Nick.
0: All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Very interesting stuff for sure. Again, if you've ever hired a coach like Jeremy, definitely let me know what your experience was like either in the comments at sidehustlenation.com slash episode eight or by email nick at sidehustlenation.com. I think there might be an interesting opportunity here to niche this down even further and be the go-to coach for various professions. Life coaching um, in general may be getting more and more crowded. But I think there's still an opportunity to really stand out as the go-to guy or girl for coaching dentists or accountants or lawyers. Uh, What do you think? Anyways, uh, thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, head on over to iTunes and uh, leave a five-star rating. Very much appreciated. And until next time, go out there and make something happen. I'll see you in Episode 9.
2: Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.